Hey everyone, welcome to episode 80 of Something Worth Thinking About. My name is Randy Todd, and in today's podcast, we will continue exploring the incredible idea presented to us in 1 John chapter 1, verse 3, that our fellowship is with God the Father and God the Son. And today we want to consider the way Hebrews chapter 2, verses 11 through 18 explains this fellowship with God. The first step in the process of our coming into this amazing and incredible fellowship of God was when Jesus became like us and joined the human family when he was born in Bethlehem so long ago. The writer of Hebrews puts it this way in the New International Version, both the one who makes people holy and those who are made holy are of the same family. Those who are made holy, that's you and me. The, the one who makes holy, that's Jesus. We're all of the same family. Jesus became a part of our fellowship as a human being so that we might become part of the fellowship of God. This is what we want to think about and be encouraged by as we reflect on the incredible Word of God today. Our text for today is Hebrews chapter 2 verses 11 through 18. But before we get to that text, I simply want to walk us through a little bit of how we're going to get there through the story of Hebrews. The writer of Hebrews actually dives into the deep end of the gospel of Jesus and the opening lines of Hebrews. Chapter 1 verses 1 through 3. Let's hear this together. In the past, God spoke to our ancestors through the prophets at many times and in various ways. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son, whom he appointed heir of all things, and through whom also he made the universe. The Son is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being, sustaining all things by his powerful word. After he, again, this is all speaking of Jesus, after he had provided purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty in heaven. Now, these are incredibly deep words about the gospel of Christ, what God has done, who Jesus is, and everything that has been accomplished for our salvation through Christ Jesus our Lord. And when we come to chapter 2 of Hebrews, we begin to read an explanation of how it is that Jesus was able to provide the purification for the sins of humanity, as was stated in the opening lines of Hebrews chapter 1, verses 1 through 3. In order to save us, more than that, in order to make us holy, or as some of our English translations put it, in order to sanctify us, make us holy, so that we might belong to the fellowship of God, Jesus first became like us. Jesus became 
a part of the human family so that we might become part of God's family. This is what we will be reading about in Hebrews chapter 2. And we want to pick up the text in verse 11. I'm going to be reading from the easy to read version just so that you know where we are if you want to read along in this text. Here's what the Word of God says. Jesus, the one who makes people holy and those who are made holy are from the same family. So he is not ashamed to call them his brothers and sisters. He says, God, I will tell my brothers and sisters about you. Before all your people, I will sing your praises. He also says, I will trust in God. And he says, I am here and with me are the children God has given me. These children are people with physical bodies. So Jesus himself became like them and had the same experiences they have. Jesus did this so that by dying, he could destroy the one who has the power of death, the devil. Jesus became like these people and died so that he could free them. They were like slaves all their lives because of their fear of death. Clearly, it is not angels that Jesus helps. He helps the people who are from Abraham. For this reason, Jesus had to be made like us, his brothers and sisters, in every way. He became like people so that he could be their merciful and faithful high priest in service to God. Then he could bring forgiveness for the people's sins. And now he can help those who are tempted. He is able to help because he himself suffered and was tempted. The Word of God. Now, we are so accustomed to thinking of Jesus as the Son of God that it may have escaped our attention that both the one who makes people holy and those who are being made holy are of the same family. Jesus became one of us, the incarnation, God becoming flesh, the Son of God becoming a human being is the very beating heart of the gospel of Jesus. And we must never, ever forget this. Jesus literally became a part of our human family so that we might become a part of God's family. Some of your English translations will say, the one who sanctifies and those who are sanctified as opposed to the one who makes holy and those who are made holy. But to be sanctified is to be made holy. It is to be set apart to God and to be made like God in the sense that we are being made holy and pure. This is why Jesus came. And again, not just for forgiveness of sins. And that is big, that is huge, but it's more. Jesus came so that we might become like him in the sense that we are made holy. Now, literally the Greek text says that the one who sanctifies and those who are sanctified are of one, and then just stops there. 
There's not, there isn't father or family or anything like that after the text. Now, the question, of course, is one what? And so some of our translations have uh, offered one father, other one family or the same family as the translation I read to you a moment ago. But either way, the key idea in this is one. We are all the same in this matter. Jesus and we are in and from the same one thing, whether it is the one father overall or by implication, one family. And whichever it is, in all of this, because we are of one, Jesus is not ashamed to call us brothers and sisters because he is one with us, part of the same family, part of the same fellowship. Now, why? Why is all this necessary? Why did Jesus take on flesh? Why did the God who is spirit take on a body? Well, the writer of Hebrews tells us it was so that through his death as a human being, that Jesus might destroy the devil who has the power of death. There is here a very compelling irony in this. Jesus came to destroy the one who has the power of death over human beings by becoming a human being and experiencing death as a human being, death in a human body for all of us and overcoming this death by the power of God because Jesus is the living Son of God, the way, the truth, the life. And so in becoming like us and sacrificing himself for us, giving his body over to death, Jesus has also become our great high priest. He has taken away our sins. He has made us holy. He has made us right with God. He has made it possible for us to belong to the fellowship of God. As Hebrews 10 verse 10 puts it, we have been made holy through, hear this, we have been sanctified through the sacrifice of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. As amazing as all this is, however, there is, again, there's more. There's more. Not only has Jesus sanctified us and made us holy through the sacrifice and death of his body, now that Jesus lives again through the resurrection, Jesus can now help us every day in our daily struggle against sin and temptation. You are not alone in this battle that you face every day. This is the powerful truth affirmed to us in Hebrews chapter 2, verse 18. And now he, now Jesus, can help those who are tempted. He is able to help because he himself suffered and was tempted. Jesus knows what it's like. And that's incredible. God knows what it's like to suffer and to face temptation because God in the person of Jesus suffered 
and has faced temptation. So he knows what it's like and he can help us. He can help you. So instead of feeling like you are forever stuck in your sins, powerless, helpless, there's no one to help you. There's nothing that can be done. Instead, I urge you to believe in Jesus. Trust in Jesus. He can help you. He will help you. But you must seek him out. You must call on his name. You must come to him and seek his power and his strength to help you through whatever it is that you're facing. So let's close today with these encouraging words from Hebrews chapter 4, verses 14 through 16. Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has ascended into heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet he did not sin. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need.